Hello everyone, welcome back to episode I don't even know of the Zach Pack podcast. With me, I have a classic guest. Wait for it. And that's when you start to fade it. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. That's that's just when you start to fade it. Alex, how are you? Alejandra, how are you? Hey everyone. Doing good. Do you think we're doing better now? Four years of the podcast? I think so. We've had or, a lot of changes. Yeah, I was going to say, or, or from the beginning where we knew nothing about life. So I just, I wanted to start things off. Um, it was tradition. Very tradition. So we'll lay some more. The bag that's holding the pan dulce. Pan dulce. Pan. I said pan. From Mexico. Shout out like to my the sister pan, Karen. Like the pan I tripped on in the bedroom because we had to use the <laughs> stove yesterday. I warned you like four times. The first time was a joke. I was joking around. And then the second time, I was taking off my pajama pants to go lay down because it's hot. I'm not sleeping in pajama pants. I went, bah! And I stepped on it. It hurt my fucking foot. I was wearing now, I guess, a minute in. If I hurt my fucking foot, I stepped right on the, the handle, the metal handle. <laughs> went, bah! I warned you. It was loud as fuck. All the neighbors be like, what I don't what know where else hell? I got to store my things. It doesn't fit, so I store it in the oven. And when I use it, I have to take it out of the oven, okay? Just and we were, we were cooking on the countertop. So she's like, don't step on this. And then, of course, the first time I joked, I don't. I thought you thought I really stepped on it. And then the second time, it was like actual full force, me stepping down. Like a cymbal crash. Honestly, but a little iced coffee time. Yeah, Alex is nice, like... Uh, Need your mic? I don't care. <laughs> they need to get the full experience. You got nothing from the soap. Damn. Um, Alex got these nice, like, glass bamboo topped iced coffee glasses. I don't know what else you would call them. Yeah. I just got when you bought me my. I guess it's a limited edition. I don't know much about the Yeti stuff. We got to talk to Jose about that, but I guess it's limited edition, like, green. It's my kind of green. It's, like, bright, Um, but it's, like, a... It's better. Whatever. Uh, It's, like, a 20-some ounce Yeti because iced coffee. I had Andy on here, and we made a pot of coffee, and now you're on here making coffee I think I'm, I'm drinking uh, coffee with my pan dulce that's true I think I'm going to do a pivot in regards to the show and call it less depresso more espresso <laughs> we talk about the coffee we drink and then we can get sponsored by different coffee companies to drink their coffee I'll do it as long as it's decaf <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by the most caffeinated coffee ever we didn't tell Alex till after she drank it. And you're on mic like, what? Ah, ah. <laughs> you're going to be like, I'm racing for the next four days. I'm going to do a lap. I'm going to be on the kitchen table, and then I'm going to be in the living room, and then I'll be on the floor talking about, like, my heart's about to jump out of my chest, and then I need to go to the ER because I'm having a fucking panic attack. But then I'm thinking that it's a heart attack. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a problem. Mm-hmm. That'd be a big problem. All because of you. All because of me? Because of our sponsor. And then I would plug in the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> and they paid for the ER trip. Yeah, they would have to. That'd be funny. But um, I will say, uh, this coffee machine we have is very, very, very nice. I think there are only like a few upgrades we'd have to make 
for like iced coffee, I guess. It's like a ninja something. I don't know. It has a lot of features. Yeah, this one has a lot. Because like I, I literally had like two cups of coffee in my life. And I'm like, all right, let's just get a coffee machine. Because it's going to save so much money. Because like, what was the shaken espresso? It's like six fifty every time we went. Um, Just a regular ice shaken espresso, a grande one is like five bucks. But mm-hmm. if you add like... Like the cold foam sweet cream on top, it's extra. It's like sixty cents extra or something like that. It all adds up. So I'm like, if we just buy a machine, and it was like, yeah, if you customize it, it can be expensive. Yeah. So we we just got the machine, and Alex was like, oh, Zach wants it, not me. And I'm like, yeah, but it saves cash. In the long run, it's going to save money. It was you. It was. That's what I'm saying. You, I was happy you were with my instant else, coffee. <laughs> you were telling everyone else, oh, Zach wanted, Zach wanted. I'm like, yeah, because realistically. I know it's not a ton for you, but how many times have you made coffee in the morning before you, like, go to work? Like, once a week, maybe? No. Once every other week? I usually drink coffee when I'm here with you. If I'm going to well, work, I, I just take the, the protein. Um, I've, I've heard you make a few. Like, mm-hmm. you've brought those back in after you bring them. To- oh, at least twice. Yeah. So, when I mean, I'm that, craving that it. saves you money. And then when we're here chilling, that saves you money. Because we'll, uh, we'll, well, but mostly I take my protein shakes, but I drink the coffee when I'm here with you. Right, but imagine if we, if we just bought two coffees from Starbucks, been fifteen bucks. No. Depending. It's like twelve bucks. You're. Let's too be real. Much. Then you're gonna buy. Not, yes, not like, calling you out. You're gonna buy a, uh-huh, a grilled cheese, uh-huh. or you're gonna buy your banana bread. And then it'll be like seventeen. Well, if it's a grilled See? cheese, it'll be like seventeen dollars. See, if it's a banana nut bread, it'll be like. 15. And the, the pan dulce, which has been brought across the border for us specifically, we paid whatever for it. But it's cheaper than that banana bread, and then the coffee. So I think it was a good investment. I was thinking Mexico is cheaper. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's that's our coffee journey lately. I've. Um, I've tried a few different ones. I, I've been getting the uh, Starbucks bags. I know there's a, uh, there's like a company that'll send you <clears throat> freshly roasted coffee beans. I think I want to talk to Karen and see if she wants to split that subscription. I think I think it's expensive to get started, and I think it's like fifty bucks a month. But they send you four bags or something like that. You guys are crazy. What does it mean? You're, you're trying out different flavors and stuff like that, seeing what you like. and then yeah, If you stop drinking coffee, you're going to go through um, withdrawal. And let me tell you, it's not fun. That's what I did. I don't think I'm at that point. When mm, I first... You think that you're not, but trust me. When I first started drinking it, and I was like drinking coffee at like 1030 at night to play games, because I'm like, I just want to see if it actually works. Because every time I've had coffee, <clears throat> example would be like when we were at school. Hold on. <clears throat> When we were at school. You can still hear it. Yeah, on yours, I know. It just wasn't as much. Um, but I would get the Starbucks Frappuccino glass ones. The s'mores? S'mores or vanilla. And I feel like that never really hit me. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Where um, I started drinking, I think it was the Starbucks... I do a blonde roast? No, I did a dark roast first, or a medium roast. It was like the Pike Place. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to blonde roast, whatever it was called. And then with the blonde roast, I'd be like, okay, I'm doing four scoops now. I'd, I'd stream something on Twitch. Because like, I'm still back and forth between if I want to do that. I want to talk to you about that, too. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm done for the day. And then I would do another one. 
so that I could like edit. And then <laughs> I'd, you'd be like, what's wrong? I'm like, I got a headache. I don't know why. It's because I drank like eight, eight spoons. Eight, eight, eight. Are they eight tablespoons? Scoops. Eight scoops of yeah. uh, coffee. And you're like, you're going to start getting them bad. And then I switched to two. And then when I try out a new flavor, like this is the actual Starbucks espresso roast. Um, I usually do two and then I do three just to see how it makes me feel. Because it now keeps me up. It keeps me more alert. Where like, originally I would be, I think I talked about this with Andy on the podcast, but it's been so long I don't remember what we talked about. But there was an RPG game, a JRPG game, where I was playing and I wanted to stay up and focus. And I stay up until like <laughs> 2, 3 in the morning. And then I know Christina stayed over one night. And then it was the launch day for a new season pass in Marvel Snap, mm-hmm. which I was playing a lot then, which I don't play it at all now. I just don't like the systems they have in place um, to acquire new cards. A different story. You don't care, obviously. <laughs> um, but I stayed up to like 2.33 in the morning there drinking coffee. And I like... I grinded all the way to, like, the second highest rank that one night because that car was, card was busted. It was Hit Monkey. And um, I had fun. Like, I enjoy drinking coffee so I can do more things that I like doing. I enjoy drinking coffee because it's kind of, like, ritualistic, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, sure. you scoop it. You get your ice ready. You sit and wait for it. Like, I think I've openly talked about on the podcast before. Like, I want to drink tea, but I don't like making tea I never made tea so I was never like with that flow you know I mean just the tea bags but I'm sure the tea fanatics would be like no you have to get the trolleys and you have to what is it steep steep there you you go steep it properly and we we used to have a thing so we could steep it and everything and then you just take the little thing out yeah but I um I don't know I feel like my skill in life is that I'm not afraid to try things, but I'm afraid to stick with things. And a lot of other people are afraid to try new things, but they only stick with the things they know. So I feel like I'm kind of the opposite. I'm not like other girls, you know. I'm not like, you ever see that subreddit? It's pretty funny. <laughs> no. That was Alex ASMR elbows. That was my second one. I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> I'm I different. I like to play sports. And me... I drink beers with the boys. <laughs> I'm not like the other girls. I like stuff like that. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Okay. Nope. Okay. That's got to be a button. <laughs> I've got to have, we've been talking about all the vines we've been quoting over the years that have been vines and not TikToks. And uh, there are a ton. <laughs> what do you have? A knife. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that's okay. one of my top, pa- my you top know what? favorites. I'm about to say it. I don't fucking care. I don't care that you broke your elbow. (laughs) So many good ones. So many good vines. But besides me talking on the mic a million hours here, uh, what's new in your life? What's up happening with you? I'm drinking coffee. We've talked about that. (laughs) I just woke up. (laughs) Yes, we both did just kind of wake up at 10. No, it was... I was like nine. It was for like me. nine, but That's it is me now sleeping 10. in. So okay, we, we woke up an hour ago. As I woke up at six, and I was like, "Fuck this! I don't work. I'm going back to sleep." Yeah, it'd be like that. Karen called me because she'll call me sometimes when she. I heard like, the phone vibrating. I didn't but I even just hear turned it. Around. I didn't even hear it. I was like, "It's not my phone, so it's not for me." She called me yesterday because she was running late. 
And she's like, why the hell are you up? Like, why are you calling me if you don't think I'm up? She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just take my chances. I yeah. need somebody to talk to. <laughs> so she did that today. And I sent a message at nine. Like, bro, we just woke up. And she called us lazy. JK, I'm jealous. Or hashtag jealous. I usually don't sleep in. Like, if you go to work, I'm up. That's what you tell me, but I just I find it hard to believe because I think if it was the other way around, if you like left for work early and I was still in bed, I'd still keep sleeping. Yeah. I wouldn't wake up. I've woken up the days we've been off like t- today. Mm-hmm. Typically, I'll get up and play computer games for like three hours and you will be dead asleep. And then I you'll wake up like up on my sleep. You'll wake up at like nine. That's like on brand for you on your day off because you work hard and uh, you'll come over You'll peek past his little corner, <laughs> and then you go to the bathroom. And I'm like, morning. That's how we go. That's our that's our morning routine when you sleep in. I'd be looking like fucking Angelina's Barbie doll. <laughs> <laughs> Angelica. Angelica, sorry, not Cynth- Angelina. Cynthia the bar. The, Cynthia. The do- yeah, the Cynthia doll. Yeah. See, I'm still half asleep. <laughs> you know, Rugrats was one of the first Nicktoons. I didn't know. Yeah, I believe it's Rugrats. Ren and Stimpy mm-hmm. and Doug, I, th- I believe, were the first three. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy is great. Happy, happy, joy, Wait. joy. Happy, happy, What's the joy, one with the dog? Joy. Cat dog. Cat dog. That's sad. What? I heard. I don't know if it's like some. What should I call it? Oh my god! I can't talk right. I'm so. I'm. I'm <laughs> I can't function. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. Um. Like a theory saying that. The dog dies, that it's like. Oh, you're talking about courage, the cowardly. Courage, dog. the co- yeah. And he's trapped in purgatory with all the things. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched Courage, the Cowardly Dog, I highly recommend that be one of the old cartoons we sit and watch together. Mm. Do you remember any of the episodes? No. Some of them are fucked up. I heard. There's. The there's only an- reason I know about this is because of the internet, because I never watched it. Yeah. Well, you didn't have cable. Mm-mm. I had cable, and I had air conditioning, and I had fudge pops. In okay, the, in the I had air conditioning, too. You I'm made just, me look just, like I live. You can see like I live in a fucking hut. I'm, I'm just painting. <laughs> I'm painting and I a had picture. air conditioning. I'm painting a picture. It was me, uh, the fuck? My summers. <laughs> Not to offend anybody. Um, Except your wife. My wife. <laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, we we would sit and watch Courage, or Jenna would say it, Curlage, Curlage, <laughs> the Cowardly Dog. That's cute. Yeah, and we would sit and watch it, but it'd be fucked up. Like, there's an episode, and it's a mummy, and Eustace, uh, which is the the grandfather figure, mm-hmm. I guess you'd say, the yeah. one with the mask. You made me look bad. And he hits him with a hammer, Mm-mm. or a club. I think it's a hammer. It might be with a, a mask? Yeah, th- during the intro, Eustace has a... Uh, let me you Google him because I can't bags. remember. I just remember the the one. There is that the one that was in the couch all the time watching TV? The, the rocking chair? Yeah. I probably shouldn't do that to none of these chairs. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was rocking back. These chairs are uh, inherited and very old from Ikea. They're great, <laughs> they're, let me tell you. They're going to break and then we have to buy new chairs. We're just waiting for one one more to break. Um, but yeah, there's an episode where Eustace steals. Oh, no, I don't remember this person or Oh, he's one of the main three, which means you never watched the show. No, I just remember them sitting in the freaking couch. Let me see what character you're looking at. Eustace with the mask. Eustace Bags, yeah. I mean, with the mask, it doesn't look like him, but Eustace is an old man. So it is the guy that would just sit in the chair. Yeah. 
But he just wears a mask? He put the mask on to scare the dog. Oh. Into what? There's a mermaid episode that scared the shit out of me for a while. You like mermaids. I I don't like mermaids because of that show. I do. Um, There are a few quintessential shows to my humor and what I like now. And one is Prometheus and Bob, which you fucking can't stand. And I love it. It's like slapstick comedy. It's an alien teaching a caveman how to do things. <laughs> and a monkey always comes around and ruins it. <laughs> yeah, it's I so know. Good. And you just fucking love it. And I'm just staring at the fucking screen like. Because it's literally like an okay. alien just going. Oh, and then it's a, a, a chimpanzee like making chimp noises. And then there's a caveman going. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I don't get it. But anyway, there's an episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where Eustace either steals or comes across a piece of a mummy's tomb. And for people who've watched it, they know which one it is. But they, they he comes across this, and it, like, goes through the plagues. And there's, like, you know how it's, like, a cartoon? She's texting. You know how it's, like, a cartoon? I'm listening. I can multitask, okay? So, like, the monsters are typically a different, like, style of cartoon or, like, something to make them pop out. So, like, something's weird about them. They, like, CGI'd in. A mummy, like early 2000 CGI. Mm. So he looks different and he's like outside of the house in the fog and he's calling to the house saying, return the slab or suffer my curse. And it's like when you're a kid, that shit's scary as fuck. And it goes through like all the the plagues mm-hmm. and then the locusts. Yeah, the locusts is a big one. Yeah. I believe the frogs too. Mm. Um, but they go through the plagues and stuff like that. That one's scary. Or there's an episode <laughs> where, like, Courage is, like, he, he's in, like, a broken-ass apartment building with, with the Miriam and Eustace. And, like, I, th- I believe it's a cockroach just trying to hide a window that says help on it because, like, torturing people. <laughs> and he has to go get, like, a window wiper. And he opens up a door, and it's a girl playing violin beautifully. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around. It's like a jump scare. It's like, this is early 2000 Cartoon Network, and it's like a jump scare with, like, it's like claymation. Again, they, they like, make these people pop. I know. And, like, the face. Like, I still remember that. Like, she's got, like, a wide-ass mouth with, like, teeth jagging out and stuff. This is creepy shit when you're a kid. It's like Goosebumps. You go back and watch Goosebumps now. It doesn't look scary. I really didn't watch Goosebumps. All or, I, what about, are all, you afraid of the dark? No, I didn't watch them. Because when I was either. brave enough to watch those, they scared the shit out of me. But you watch them now and it's like stupid kid horror. Why was I scared of <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, why was I scared of this shit? Yeah. No, the thing that gets me, it's like the insidious ones that they have really good jump scares. Oh, I thought you were talking and about the guy in the mirror that just going like. No. Because everyone thought that was scary when it came out. I'm like, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, insidious movies or. Oh my God, what's the new ones that are coming out? Uh, the Exorcist, they're put, they're coming out with another Exorcist, apparently. Oh, Mama liked that one. Yeah. I just remember the fucking girl just turning her head around and puking everywhere. You don't like puke. Okay, this happened to me the other day at work, and I was super fucking <laughs> proud because I didn't even gag once. Okay. And this patient was completely with it, and I just felt so bad. She was projectile vomiting. Nice. And she puked all over herself. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't get her little basin fast enough. And she just went. She got distant. She got distance, bro. (laughs) That's only ever happened to me once. And then you always remember it. (laughs) Honestly. And then she like was straightening herself up so that she can sit up straight and like 
put her chin into the basin so she can puke into the basin. Mm-hmm. But again, I was running because it was like at the front, not the front, but like the entrance of her room and her, she was in yeah, the chair in the corner. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. So I run and then she like straightens herself out and I turn around and I'm walk- I'm like brisk walking back with the thing. And all she does is she turns to her, um, her left and then she just fucking projectile vomits. And it wasn't far enough because she has a broken arm and she had a sling and stuff. So she like ended up puking all over her fucking cast. Uh. And like, thank God she had to have like a elastic bandage. So I had to change that in her sling and I had to give her like a fucking bed bath. And I was like, oh, that was rough. Yeah. But I did not gag once. That's good. Not once. The people listening are going to gag. But yeah. that's fine. Sorry, y'all. But <laughs> I was just, I was so proud. I didn't like, it didn't bother me at all. I'm, and I was like, wow, I'm doing great. I will say. While this patient's puking. <laughs> I think it did take you a little time to get, like, the nurse's humor. Like, once you were on the floor doing things, you were fine. Because obviously Karen and I were CNAs. Uh-huh. And we had that episode talking about it. One of the first episodes recorded. Great. Funny stories. Um, but you develop a sense of humor around, like, stuff like that. A hundred percent. And, like, I forget what it was. There was something the other day we were eating. And we were talking about something gross. And usually that would get you. And then you're like, I'm a nurse. I don't give a fuck. And I was like, oh, she's past that phase. That's cool. It's cool. <laughs> We're used to that now, baby. I guess so. Like the other, like yesterday, was it yesterday that I told you about the the whole thing or about this patient having a seizure? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's just great. That cracked me up because dark humor and all. Okay. This patient was transferred to like a different section of the hospital for rehab and the reason she was admitted like they found nothing wrong with her or whatever and when EMS brought her um no one like there was no bystanders or anything she was just passed out on the floor so they didn't do workup for like seizure activity because she was just kept saying like oh I don't remember I don't remember I don't remember so they're like oh stroke Anyways, she went to the rehab center, and then they called a rapid response, and my charge nurse was like, that was not the patient that we just transferred, right? And so, sure enough, it was, and she went in there, and I guess she was seizing, and when she came back to tell us what was going on, she was reenacting it, and I was fucking dying of laughter. Again, don't get offended, guys, but it was just so fucking funny because she was like, like, you, you, I don't know if you're like the early 2000s, you guys remember crumping? That's literally what the fuck it looked like she was doing. <laughs> Just dead. I like snorted and started crying, laughing so hard. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, this is not something we should be laughing about. But like, we see fucked up things every fucking day. We have to find humor in it. And so the way she was doing it literally reminded me of crumping. And she was just like, uh, 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 like pretending (laughs) to seize. And then she's turned bright red and started laughing. And then we were all just like the rest of the day were just laughing about it. And she was giving like um huddle so that we can change like day to night shift um, nurses mm-hmm. and then I just looked at her and started laughing and then she smiled and I turned away because I knew she was going to start laughing and she knew that I was thinking about what she had just done um but yeah the patient was fine but we were just laughing about this whole situation because not the situation but her reenactment of the situation because it was just and 2000 just style crumping once you're used to having this stuff around you all the time I mean you kind of separate yourself from it because obviously going through a death of a loved one and you're in the room, it's sad. We've no, been there absolutely. recently. But like a shift exchange. Hey, this is going to be the day. I think they're going to croak. 
Like stuff like that, it kind of just yeah. yeah. We'll say it stuff you, like, it and it's horrible. A, like yeah, it gives hey, you a they're gonna of separation. They're gonna DC to JC, yeah. And they're like, oh fuck, not on my shift. Yeah. So I mean, there has to be some degree of separation there. Otherwise, I mean, you're just gonna be sad all the time. You know, it's true. Very and, you sad. Know, and I understand now that in the floor that I'm at, thank gosh, there's not a lot of deaths. But the ones that I have experienced, yeah. I see I see the reason and I guess the necessity of why we have to have humor. Yeah. Imagine how fucked up all nurses would be if that was the case. There are definitely a few um, career choices that if you don't have humor with things, you get, you get fucked up pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about it, but we just saw that movie, The Sound of Freedom. Oh, God. Go see the movie if you haven't. I think it's, it's worth seeing. I thought it was going to be like... Just a piece, you know, like presenting information and stuff. But mm-hmm. no, it's got story. It's 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 a, a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on true true events. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you need to be shown the trauma. Sometimes you need to be separated from the trauma. Where like if you're dealing with that shit every single day, there has to be something. Otherwise, you're gonna go home crying and and I can't stand this job and mm-hmm. do this and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but other times, I mean, you need to take that shit serious. Yeah, and luckily for me, and although it's in work, I've had two patients pass, and they were both, one was already on hospice, and the other one was leaning towards hospice. Yeah, so you just know what's coming anyway. Yeah, one was expected, so I was just, like, in shock, and I was just like, oh, shit. And I, I you know, was doing everything I needed to do, but it broke my heart that, no, there was no family members at bedside. Yeah, he just passed alone, alone. Uh, I, I passed had, at alone. I had one of those, and obviously, when I worked, it was at a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't expect it, but it was a nicer old lady, and it was my first like death I experienced because like we're in a nursing home, mm-hmm. you're not gonna, expecting it to happen. And um, family just came and picked up her shit. Never there to visit. It's took, so sad. Took her shit. I remember looking her up. Um, obviously, I'm not saying shit because HIPAA. Even though her family didn't give a shit. But she was like a writer. And I remember reading some of the stuff she'd written. I don't remember her name now, but... That's crazy. Yeah, I remember re- reading some of the stuff she wrote. And I'm like, that's who that person was. And let me tell you, you remember. Because the yeah. first time, I was still um, training. So it was my preceptor. And she just like... I was in another room. Because she, w- I was like towards the end of my precepting. Mm-hmm. Um, or being precepted. And she's... She just let me finish doing what I need to do with one patient. And then she's like, calmly, she's like, hey, Alex, come over here. And I was like, oh, what's wrong? What's going on? Yeah, like, I, the way something. she the way she was talking to me, and she's like, come on. She's like, I need you to be the second nurse. I need you to listen and see if this patient has passed. And I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, there's no heartbeat. There's nothing. And she's like, okay, we need to call the residents. And I was like, what is going on? They got to call it. And I got to say, that one I didn't. I didn't, I felt like it was no connection, but I just felt bad that no one came to see yeah, the patient. That's right. But the second time, that that one was unexpected. Because I got to say, this man passed peacefully, and I still remember his name. And for that one, I did cry. Yeah. I stepped away because one of the the daughters, I guess, um, yeah, there was a daughter, yeah, um, stepped outside to, like, just, you know, feed herself, shower, and come back. And she was like, hey, Alex, how's, you know, 
Uh, my father doing, and he had already passed, and everybody was in the room, and I closed the room so they like the door so they can have privacy. And I'm just like, oh well, here, let's go inside the room. And she's like, why? What's going on? And I was like, let's just go inside the room. And then she just opened the door and she saw her sister. She started bawling, and I was like, oh, I got, I can't, yeah, I can't. It's rough. So that that one did broke my heart, and that that's like edged into my brain. But I feel like you go through that heartbreak, and you're like, you got to deal with it somehow. You have to, otherwise it's going to eat you apart. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, now now I understand why there's so much dark humor. And it's, honestly, it's a necessity because literally, like, not even five minutes later after I got my composure, because I, like I said, I was crying because it was, it was yeah. horrible. I felt, you know, he was super sweet. But anyways, so then, like, five minutes later, I had to go discharge a patient. And the patient was like, oh, why took you so long? And I'm like, if you only fucking knew. Yeah, people don't think about anyone you know, else but themselves. I'm trying to leave here by this. My ride's outside. Yeah, we just had to fucking help a family put someone. Well, not put someone down. But we, <laughs> no. had, we had to help them deal with a situation yeah. that's much worse than what you're and going And then through. I was, like, so shook it still that I was, like, shaky. And I hadn't eaten. And I felt like, oh, I need food. Like, you yeah. know how you get, like, you could feel yourself. I don't know if it's, I mean, I'm sure it's, like, my sugar dropping. Because I was, like, super shaky. And I was already, like. Yeah, all of it all, And I was, like, oh, I don't feel good. And then. She was like, I want to take some water to go. So I gave her the little thingy and then she didn't grab it on like when I gave it to her. So it spilled all over her dress and she was so pissed. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And it's just like, be nice to your nurses. OK, we got a lot of shit going on. OK, yeah, nurses. Are like I, I kid you not. I think it was like three something and I still hadn't taken the lunch. Yeah. And I was discharging that patient and then I had to deal with that. Um, your shit's obviously worse than my shit ever was. Um, us at the nursing home, um, this was before I was in nursing school, or maybe after I failed at nursing school, I was going back, whatever it was. Um, but there was a sheet that if you didn't take a lunch, you'd fill it out. Mm -hmm. And a nurse would have to sign it saying you were actually busy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't take a lunch my first two weeks. And they're like, oh, you're still trying to get those signed? Like, you're going to learn. You're just never going to take a lunch aid ever again and it was like after that they wouldn't sign the sheets like they they what? put yeah they made the illusion they they've they gotten sued so much they've changed names twice now yes they have yeah and they used to be a top of the line shit and then they were dog shit and then i don't know what the fuck's that now but um yeah some nurses would sign it but the nurses would get yelled at for signing them and it's like bro i have 20 some patients as one cna you're fucking ridiculous um, but before we move on from the topic, I do want to say we both were in the same nursing program. We both had one of the same teachers together. Mm -hmm. And that teacher um, very clearly would talk about hospice. And she said, you know, I don't care what you're going to go into once you get your med surge experience and you're more able to float between the different mm -hmm. floors or specialties. Um, take, a, take a year for hospice because it is a beautiful send off. You know, mm -mm. that's that's what she said. But it, it'd be Not rough to me. do. Yeah. She also said peds, but I, I don't think I can deal with sick kids. Um, I was in that situation. Those were a hard no for me. I was never hospice, obviously. I'm alive. Um, but I was in like PICU or NICU. Yeah. Not, no, NICU is newborn. Let's talk about that. That's a good. What, me being almost dead? No. <laughs> I'm saying let's talk about that whole thing that went down. That's crazy. What? What? I don't, I don't. I want you to my arm. <laughs> yeah, oh. have you talked about it? No. Okay. I haven't. I almost died. <laughs> um, Great way to start. Yeah, I almost died. 
Um, so I broke my arm in, uh, in second grade. Oh, I thought it was kindergarten. No, it was in second grade. I broke my arm. And what it was, <laughs> was um, we play, we used to play a game in gym. Mm-hmm. Now you can't play this game because of me. Mm. Uh, but it was cone up, cone down. And I guess it was uh, boys versus girls. Mm-hmm. And there are cones of varying sizes across the gym floor. Mm-hmm. And half of them would be up and half of them would be down. Mm-hmm. And then the boy's job would be to pick up the cones and the girl's job would be to bring down, down the cones. And for some situation, there was one of the girls on the floor, Laura. Um, she was on the floor, and I didn't want to fall on her because I'm a big boy. always mm-hmm. have been. So I, just, I braced myself. Big boy. I want a big boy. I need a big this boy. This is traumatic Sorry. No, this, <laughs> this is a traumatic. But I braced myself with my left hand, and I, like, broke my wrist. And uh, I see the scars now. I'm looking at the scars. Have you ever seen all my scars? Yeah. Yeah, my pins. Have I seen all your scars? All my scars. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I broke my wrist, and they had to do surgery to essentially put it all back. Mm -hmm. Um, So they put me under with an IV, and the IV was in my right hand, top of my right hand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what, what my good vein was is, I mean, I got good veins, but they're all... You just have really tough skin. Yeah. I will say that. And so people think they got to do like butterflies or whatever, but I got a hospital inquired infection. Mm-hmm. A happy. Yeah. And. Oh, no, sorry. Not a happy. Uh, That's a pressure injury. My bad. Scratch that. Anyways. Hospital inquired infection. Cotty. No. I don't know. There's a, there's something that says it. Some abbreviation. Anywho, sir. Um, but obviously, dirty needle. Someone didn't wash their hands right. Something happened. Um, and I go to bed. Nothing of it. Um. Everything's fine. Cast on my wrist, uh, stuff like that. And I feel like the next day, day after something, kind of looked like a mosquito bite. I remember we went to church. That's when we went to church. And um, Julie, a nurse friend of the family, was like, it might be something. Like, that's the IV mark. I forget what she told mom. I was mm-hmm. in second grade. I don't fucking pay attention. But then that night, I woke up screaming in pain. And my hand hurts. My hand hurts. They took me in. It was MRSA. And um, my essentially, my hand, uh, the top of my hand became the size of, like, a baseball with infection. Mm-hmm. That probably would have been cool to Lance. Just <laughs> they, they had to. Um, to relieve the pressure, yeah. imagine pain. And um, they essentially, it was a nine-day span where mom and dad didn't know if I was going to die, lose my arm. Like, there were a lot of possibilities. Like, if this goes to this point, um, we have the choice of amputating under the elbow. Um, but if it goes to this point, we have the choice of amputating here or risk it going to the heart and, and, and fucking Septic. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. being dead. Um, and I'm, a, <laughs> I'm in second grade. Uh, I'm happy as can be, you know. Uh, I've always been a positive person with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why um, recently I, I got my wisdom teeth taken out because I, I always waited for it to happen because I always thought it was going to be tons of cash. Well, it was cheap. And everyone yelled at me that I didn't go under for the surgery. But f- for my arm, you have to remember, they did tons of shit to me. And I was always awake. And that never bothered me. Like the Lansing. 
Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget this situation because they essentially had a surgical table with like... All the instruments and stuff. All the instruments and stuff on the right side. And they're like, we're going to numb you up pretty good. Just look to the left. We got a TV there for you. And it's playing Sagwa. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like watching Sagwa, Sagwa, whatever her name was, the cat. Yeah, TVS. Sagwa. And uh, they're like lancing and doing shit to my arm, mm -hmm. like on the right. So I, I couldn't move it. Um, but essentially, um, that situation, mom stayed with me all nine days. Dad had to work. He's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. And uh, I still say that's why my right hand is weak. Um, why I never learned how to write properly. Mm -hmm. And my second grade teacher... <laughs> On my report card, gave me the worst score for handwriting after I almost lost my fucking hand and shit like that. Mom was pissed. I would have um, gone off. But mom essentially said some prayers saying, I don't care what happens, just make sure he's okay. And then it subsided and I didn't have to lose my arm. Um, I was just worried that I wouldn't be able to play video games. <laughs> as I would still be worried I wouldn't be able to play video games. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was that whole, <laughs> whole situation summarized. Um, I had a pick line for a while. I got to leave school early, um, I think, for the rest of the year so I could take my medication. Mm -hmm. um, Dad had to get me some, like, larger shirts and cut holes in them because the pick line would have to hold a pouch. So you'd always have, like, a shirt with, like, a pouch in it. Mm -hmm. And we'd put the, the pouch in there and it would give me the medication. We still have some somewhere. Like, we kept a little bit of everything. So oh, like, it was, it. like... It was, like, a pouch. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it was, like, a pouch that would, like, go in through the pick line. You guys were doing it, or, like, there was a home health nurse? We had a home health nurse do a check on the pick line, like, once a week or mm, something. Mm -hmm. And they would even draw blood through it. Yeah. Like, I, lo I love pick lines. Yeah, it's just super easy. And then I had to get it removed. I don't remember the pick line. Thinking about about everything, <laughs> the pick line probably bothers me the worst when I think about it. Because they, they literally... I have a scar here. I know. Somewhere you can see it. I can't. I'm I'm pulling down my hoodie. No, you're far off. You're a little bit up. Yeah. Somewhere. No. Nope. Um, but they had a pick. They had a, a scar up here by my shoulder, my clavicle, uh, so they can guide the pick line down. And mm -hmm. I have an X in the middle of my chest because the pick line. And uh, so I don't like needles. <laughs> You've been poked like in props since you were two. Yeah. Well, second grade. Oh. But yeah, probably since grade. two anyway. Um, and then there was, I was going to leave the hospital and to do that, they had to, they had to, um, do a blood sugar test mm -hmm. and mom promised me no more needles, no more needles. We promise you no more needles, no more needles. And, uh, essentially they had, they had to prick me and the big game at that time was Simpsons road rage. Mm -hmm. We're like, it was crazy taxi, but Simpsons characters. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'll buy you whatever the fuck you want. I'm like, I want the rated M game. And she's like, okay, Simpsons Road Rage, it is. <laughs> so she bought me that game like two days after. I, I can't even play. Um, but we're out of the You're hospital. You're like, but I sure I'm going to try. <laughs> my, all my friends came over and we played. they played the game for me because I couldn't mm. use my hand yet. Um, I've always been that way, like very positive. It's like there are some defining characters about people. And it's like when I'm negative... I fucking hate life. Like, everything's horrible. But I still try to be positive about other things. Like, leaving that last job. Well, not the last job. A couple, two back, two jobs ago? Whatever. I think, yeah. No, at, one. Whatever it is. Anyways. Um, at, at, 
last retail job I had. Mm -hmm. People who know know. I felt awful. Like everything was bad, but I tried to maintain some positivity. And um, even when I was a kid, like I'm in the hospital bed doing whatever. And um, on morphine, writing essays about stegosauruses. Um, yeah, I'm on, like, I want to read that essay. I, I was, <laughs> mom was mom. Mom to this day will talk about like how funny it was me trying to put sentences together while on morphine drip. Um, yeah, that happened to me. So that that's one of the reasons I was like, I didn't really know I was going to go and do in life, but I'm like, those nurses were nice. Like, we went back and gave the nurses food and stuff like that. And I'm like, Mom, we need to have a talk. And she's like, what? I'm like, we could have been balling. A, a second-grade-year-old kid mm -hmm. sitting in front of a court saying that I almost lost my arm and I almost died. I could have get I could have had all the money in the world. And she goes, I just wanted you home safe. And she said that prayer, whatever she said was, I don't want money. I don't want this. I just want him safe. That's mm -hmm. why she didn't go after the hospital. And the uh, the hospital paid for all the bills, even from like the uh, the broken arm. From what I understand, they just they they wiped the slate clean because we didn't. See I was them. gonna say because they were afraid. Yeah, but and if you sued, they'd be like, "Well, we didn't charge them. We ended up eating the char like the right." So we we could have had a lot of money, but mom said she just wanted me home with my arm, and I have my arm. So yeah, that's crazy. I think about that sometimes. I think about that sometimes. Ain't that crazy? Between yeah. you and I, man, we've been through. Uh, I had the rotavirus almost yearly. You're only supposed to have it once or twice. I've had it like nine times throughout my life. I hate it. Um, <laughs> the last time, um, the last good time I had it, because now we're on Zach's stories for some reason. Um, I wouldn't say I was a troublemaker. I would say so. But I knew what I could get away with, right? Like I wasn't doing drugs. I wasn't drinking. I... Did make some works bombs. Um, you know the anarchist cookbook? No. Yeah. That describes our definitions of crazy and stuff. Um, essentially, it was a, a, a book to cause anarchy within the, the United States in like the I 80s I thought you were going to say within the universe, and I'm like, damn, but it would involving like, the aliens. It would teach no. you how to make napalm. Um, which is very easy to do. You know, napalm, like Vietnam, like the stuff they would spray on trees and bunkers and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they would teach you how to make that, and then there were, like, sections, like, how to cause chaos in McDonald's. Like, it was just stupid. Like, what the hell? It, it went and from, they saw this book? Yeah, you can still get it. I, I have it. Um, but it was, like, all, from, like, super serious stuff to, like, super not serious stuff. And um, I did a lot of the super not serious stuff. There were, like, full chapters on how to grow weed and, and make it good quality product and stuff <laughs> like that. And um, it, it's all over the place, but um, so I was a little, little. A troublemaker. I, I, I was a good kid, but I knew I could get away with. Well. A troublemaker. Um, it was after my birthday. Mm -hmm. It was one of my favorite stories. It was after my birthday. And we went to Giordano's, which everyone in Chicago knows Giordano's for like deep dish pizza. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know deep dish pizza, imagine. Hella cheese. A cheese the, sandwich. The crust is like <laughs> super thin. Almost, and then it's like a bowl that just holds like cheese and sauce. Five sticks of mozzarella cheese per slice, or some shit. So I had that, like a pound of cheese. Yeah, in like every slice, it's fucking mm -hmm. insane. Um, so I had that, and I brought leftovers for lunch the next day. But what I think happened is I did have the rotavirus, 
Um, and we had Thanksgiving break. So, like, this is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Birthday's on Tuesday. We went to Giordano's. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, I eat the leftovers for lunch. I say, I'm not feeling good. My last class for the day is gym class. Before gym class. And I was at a point where I didn't want to fail any stupid classes, right? Mm-hmm. I failed my favorite class of AP biology. I didn't care. I got enough out of it. But if I failed gym class and I had to go take gym in the middle of the summer, I would have hated myself. So I never did that. So essentially, I puke. Talking about puke. Mm-hmm. I puke in one of the lockers. Okay. <laughs> I know what you're going with. Okay, I, I remember puke, now. I puke in one of the lockers. And my friends are like, are you good? Are you good? I'm like, yeah, I, I have to go to class. I'm not missing class. I'm already dressed. I'm not missing class. Mm-hmm. I puke in one of the lockers. We shut the locker, right? I go to class, and we had this field house, and it was run down, beaten up, stuff like that. It had been, like, installed in, like, the 80s, 90s. Um, and my teacher, Zach, you're white as a ghost. Please do not run. You have, you have credit for the class. Just relax. And I'm like, I feel like shit. And, like, the teacher would have to bring you to the bathroom. So I couldn't go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they were worried about kids smoking pot in the ones that were in the hallway. Mm-hmm. That was like the one thing. It was not It was before vaping. Um, so they worried about cigarettes and pot. So the ones that I could go to were locked. And I, I told, I'm like, Bonavir, I, I can't. I, I can't go to the bathroom. He's like, I can't take you. I got all these kids out here. We're the only kids in the field house. So I puke behind one of the pillars of the field house. <laughs> like there's nothing I can do. Like I'm going to puke. It's got to be somewhere. And, again, he was cool with me because mm-hmm. I did everything I could. I think this was sophomore year. Um, again, a very positive kid. Gym class, I tried my absolute hardest. We played sports. I tried my absolute hardest. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling good. I'm not dressed. I'm not whatever. They know something's wrong. So I puke behind one of the pillars. We go, we change, and Aunt Mary drives us home. Mm-hmm. It's my last class for the day. And... Uh, Obviously, last class of the day, Thanksgiving break, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That puke has time to fester, baby. It has time to fester. Um, essentially, what happens? What happened was is you would walk down through main hall, and there would be stairs. And these stairs would lead down to, like, the gym and the pool area and then out towards, like, the fields. Okay. All of that reeked of my puke. Every bit of it. People are like, oh, what the fuck is that smell? I don't know where it's coming from. da 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 Like, I, my puke was the talk of the school because, again, no one's there for five days straight. Right. And it was cheese. <laughs> it was Giordano's <laughs> Pizza festering inside one of the lockers yeah um, and then the next day there was no smell so they definitely went into the boys locker room found where it was coming from and the janitors had to clean that shit up damn but yeah like bogus is hail imagine in middle school i punched a hole in the wall yep you did to be fair i was pushed down the stairs but i would always hit that spot in the wall anyway like going down it just to make a big noise so a kid pushed me down the hall or push me down the stairs. He got an out of school suspension for a day. He lost privilege to go to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I got a Saturday detention 
and I think I lost access to I lost access to um, Navy Pier because that was their thing. Like we were the worst class of middle school history at that point. Damn, I don't remember going to Navy Pier. Yeah, we went to Navy Pier because I was I I had to sit, and um, they're like, "Oh, you kids, you you don't get to go to this because." You've done something wrong. So they, all, they had all the troublemakers in one classroom. Of course we're going to make it fun. I was glad I didn't go to Navy Pier. Um, what the fuck am I going to do at Navy Pier? So we just fucked around and whatever. Um, I think I think I just didn't go. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. If you were in the same classroom as me, that would have been hilarious. We both like, like we just played cards and shit in the science teacher's room. I don't, I don't remember if you know. I don't remember. Yeah. But Navy Pier, I got taken away of. He chose Six Flag to be taken away. Um, but essentially I went back and laughed at it. I'm like, look, there's a hole in the wall and I was waiting and waiting. And then Mr. Kimmy's class, yep. what we had together and it was, uh, he was a very serious teacher, very presentable teacher. Yep. Uh, and he, whenever you were in trouble, it'd be like Mr. Harry, like stuff like that. Yep. Like deep voice. And this is where Monotone. Alex, this is where Alex and I fell in love in that class. <laughs> Um, so the, the speaker came over. Yeah. Can you send Zachary to the, the principal's office? Absolutely. Beep. Mr. Harry. What did you do? I punched a hole in the wall. All right. Go to the office. Go on down. And I went down to the office and they're like, we wouldn't have, if you would have came to us and told us it happened, you wouldn't be in trouble. And the, the vice principal at the time, everyone hated her. And I was just like, look, I'm not a snitch. And she's like, you wouldn't be in trouble if you didn't go back in it and laugh at it. We have you on camera. I'm like, can I see the camera? She goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, just let me see it. I think it's funny. Um, I'm like, I'll come back on Saturday and fix it with my dad. I don't care. Like, I can fix drywall, like, no problem. You want me to get a paint sample? Like, I can, I can <laughs> fix this for, like, 10 bucks. And she said, no, uh, we can't let you do that. The, ja the janitor has to do it. So I'm like, cool, let me come in and help the janitor. Like, I'm not worried about fixing this problem. Mm -hmm. And that's where I found out the other kid who pushed me got, like, an out-of-school day or some shit. Um, but, my, yeah, my legacy at one school is I punched a hole in the wall. And I did it first because everyone else who went after that, they instantly got two days out-of-school suspension. They put a picture saying, smile, you're on camera. Like, if you, yep. if you touch this, you're pretty much going out of school you're losing right. graduation privileges and then middle school or high school i did a few stupid things um but all the teachers liked me so i never really got in trouble uh but yeah i puked in a locker and it festered over thanksgiving break and then everything down there reeked of my puke mm, everyone had to tasty. smell that yeah and like i said it was giordano's deep dish cheese and filled puke so tasty that definitely festered yeah this is what you want to talk about. Uh, one story <laughs> I, I, leads to I, another. Almost died. Almost lost my arm because I didn't. Opposites. I was able to do everything. Why? What did you do in high school? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, there you go. Miss Goody Two Shoes over here. Mm -hmm. The only other stories I have, and I mean, it wasn't like bad. It was just accidents. I mean, I cut my hand open pretty badly because I, I was. 
think it was like five and I was like, I'm independent. I can cut my own avocado. Oh, yeah. Even though my mom told me, she's like, do you want a piece of avocado? And I was like, no. And then she went to the restroom. Now I do. And I was like, well, now I do. And I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> so I grabbed the avocado in my hand and I took the knife and I just like, it didn't like, you know how when you cut the avocado, the you'll core. hit the core. Yeah. yeah the, the, um, you missed the core. I missed it completely. So then I kept going and I cut my hand yeah. in between my thumb and my index finger. You're, wa- you're walking the microphone oh. with your hand. When you're in between, <laughs> between my thumb and my index finger. So like, honestly, I did not feel any pain whatsoever. That's good. Nothing. Like, the only reason I knew I cut myself is because I started to seeing blood, blood. drip yeah. down my arm. And I was like, what the fuck? So I dropped the avocado and then I look at my arm and I'm bleeding and I was like, oh shit, I think I cut myself. So then Karen looks and she's like, oh my god there's a shit ton like i was like profusely bleeding y'all okay it was bad and then i run to the bathroom and i'm like mom 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 and she's like what and i (laughs) it's it's funny now but i know i scared the shit out of (laughs) herself out of her literally because she's in the bathroom and she just like stands up and i can see her she's like like running because i ran back to the (laughs) kitchen and she's like trying to put her pants up and she's like what the hell did you do and so, like, it was, I mean, guys, it was a pretty bad cut. I can see my bone. Yeah, okay. so it was in the flesh. Yeah, like, I, I could take the spin, the spin, the piece of skin and pull it back, yeah. and my bone was right there. But now, honestly, I trust your knife skills better than me. Thanks. You learned your lesson. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad, and my parents were afraid of taking me to the hospital 100%. I needed stitches. Mm. And I don't remember any of the pain. Yeah. Not even when I was like healing, I just remember it being itchy. Well, well, healing, yes, itchiness, but that's actually something that your brain tries to do on purpose. Forget pain. Forget pain. Yeah, it's why women like right after they have a kid, they're like, oh, I mean, it, it sucked, but I'll have another kid. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the response of, of our body. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember my uh, my godmother who who was a nurse at the time. <laughs> she, my mom took me over to her house. She was like two houses away, and yeah. then. My godmother's like, she needs to go to the hospital. She needs stitches. Like now. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom's like, I'm not taking her to the hospital because she thought that like they were going to call DCFS on yeah. her and, you know, they were going to take me away. And she was just really worried. And she's like, well, the best I can do is just clean her up and bandage her up and put like a pressure like. Yeah. Um, Not suture, but a pressure. Did you get stitched up? No. Oh, nice. I never did. Let's go avoiding hospitals. <laughs> I, I was, never did. I was going to say, obviously, uh. The day is July twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Oh, we we skipped a day on that. Today's Thursday. Oh, you didn't mark off the calendar then. That's your job because you say that my lines aren't straight enough. They're not they're squiggly. Exactly, and they're um, not right through the middle. So at this point, right, we don't have kids or anything like that. But I can't wait until the future where our kids like I'm going to call DCFS. Fucking go ahead. What are they going to say? Your game systems and this and that and this are neglecting? Like when we were kids, and I don't know if you ever did it. I did it all the time. I'll just call DCFS. Yeah, you fucking idiot, because you don't want to do laundry. <laughs> I can't wait. Call till them. I, I can't wait till our kids are stupid and rebellious. So we can just be like, shut the fuck up. We've been there. I've done that. We see right through your funky hat. You didn't plan on setting that up, but you set that up pretty good. Good job. You're welcome. Selena Gomez. <laughs> Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> uh, yeah other than that i mean i got my hands stuck in an escalator see that's the one i'm like alex hands every time and you're like hmm, but you know i'm right <laughs> yeah yeah i was also pretty young yeah and curious i think i've did, i think i've said the story before haven't i yeah you did on here 100 okay. yeah so 
Yeah, that was that. What else? Um, yeah, that was it. I mean, mostly, like, not even bad things, but, you know, like, troublemaker things was left up to my sister, my older sister, Karen. Like, she caught the garage on fire. Allegedly. 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 Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Excuse, yeah. Allegedly. Karen will appreciate and that And she one. tried to um, blame it on myself and my cousin. Yeah. And what else? She, her friend next door neighbor broke the window again she tried to blame it on us she ran home because okay a little little map situation here <laughs> we lived pretty close like in um by chicago okay it, i don't want to tell exactly where nondescript location right outside of chicago outside chicago yeah but pretty close like you could literally take the train and be in downtown in like five minutes so it was like one of those neighborhoods that was like nice but not getting so nice, you mm. know what I mean? But anyways. Borderline. Borderline, yeah. So a lot of Mexican population. So when... Well, are you saying that Mexican population means that it's borderline and not a good place to live? No. What I'm the married hell? to a Mexican. You need I to calm down. I didn't even fucking go there. The I hell? I find that offensive. Continue. Okay, I'm glad you find it offensive because some of these things just go right through my brain. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I'm anyways. Kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Um, so we like lived literally almost next to each other because my parents were renting an apartment and then two houses down, which is literally the middle of the block because the fire hydrant was right in front of the house, mm-hmm. was my aunt's um, parents' house. Like, they owned the house. Yeah. And there was three apartment complexes. So, like, everybody lived in that house when, like, they were, you know, immigrated to here, too. Which to, is fucking awesome. To I me. know. It's just hilarious. Everyone's in the same, like, block so, area. That's so cool. Yeah. So, my cousin Samantha lived in the middle of the apartment, and we were in close in age. So, we would always be like hanging out and going to each other's house and playing and stuff like that. So, fun. so when Karen's friend, um, the neighbor, the boy, it was a boy my head. Oh my God. I know. Scandalous. I don't know. I don't think we were like 12. Well, Karen was like 12. We had to be like 10 or something like that. And they were playing. I think it was a softball. She mm-hmm. said, the and they were playing in the yard. Yeah. So it went through the window and it broke the window and it was the second window. So it was the middle apartment. Samantha's the nice. like, where she lived. But it was like the porch section, because mm-hmm. like, the back part was a porch, and then like the stairway kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If so, you know Chicago buildings, you you right. know what we're talking about. Yeah. So when that happened, and Samantha and I were outside too, Karen and the boy just looked at each other, and they said, and then they fucking split. Cheese it. Exactly. Like Cheese exactly. It. He ran home, and Karen ran home. So Samantha and I were just there, and of course they come out because we're Samantha and I were like, what the fuck's going. Like, we're on our own little world, probably playing witches, because that's usually what we did. Yeah. And then they're like, what happened? And we're like, we don't know. And she's like, you guys broke the window. And I was like, it wasn't us. And then they went to go ask Karen. And she's like, no, I've been here And then all day. she's like, I wasn't even there. I'm home. Oh, and then we're like, Karen. she was here. It wasn't us. It was her friend. And then she wouldn't admit it. And then until finally she did. I think she did. I don't know, but she kept trying to blame us for that. The only thing, the other naughty thing that Samantha and I did was we would go to the neighbor's house because mm-hmm. she would have a lot of flowers, and we would cut her flowers, nice. and we would use them. Like, we would bring them back because then we would put it in our hair, or we would play, like, we were getting married, you know, have a little bouquet, mm-hmm. or, like, we were playing witches, just add it into our little cauldron thingy that we found and smash it with, like, leaves and dirt. Yeah. <laughs> making potions. That's funny. So one day we got caught, and then uh, her grandma was like vouching for us, and she's like, "My granddaughter and um, like yeah. I, I don't know, 
and me. There's some name We're related, for it in yeah. yeah. I can't say, but anyways, she's like, they don't go over there. They don't cut your flowers. And then the lady ends up talking to my godmother, which is her daughter, mm-hmm. um, and then my dad. And then we ended up getting in trouble. And they're like, well, whose idea was it to go over there and cut the flowers? And we were both blaming each other. Yeah. But it was it was a decision that we both made. So we got grounded for that, and we couldn't see each other. That was sad. Yeah. I just think but it's yeah. so cool you guys were, like, all, like, a floor or, like, a building away from we each other. We would just run over. Yeah, that's so It was cool. really nice. I, I got to say, I, tell us, I say this all the time. Like, I think I had a really nice childhood. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't watch TV because all I wanted to do was go outside and play. Yeah, which I think is going to be a struggle moving forward with kids. I think, I don't know, because I, I was on both sides of that. Like, I, I would play baseball and go outside and do outside things, but mm-hmm. also I'd like to stay up until, like, 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, hypothetically, right, we have our kid, and the kid wants to play video games till 4 in the morning. Some of my best nights, some of my best days in high school are staying up till 4 in the morning playing games like, I'll allow it, you know? I don't think you're going to allow it. Mm-mm. So there are going to be definitely things we fight on for that. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It's okay if we uh, we let Karen watch her kids or whatever. We'll just make them set fire no, to No, that bitch is going to fucking give them a whole bunch of sugar and have them all hyper and be like, okay, here are your children. No, I'm Goodbye. I want to make them burn down her garage. The fuck? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, this is. She didn't burn it down. She just like half started of, on fire. Half of the garage started on fire, and we were able to put it out. That's funny. All because again, Samantha and I were playing witches. There was an episode. I think it was you three girls were on it. No, I don't. I don't know. It's been a while. But yeah, we and Karen's like, let's make this real. Let's start let's a fire underneath your cauldron. And we're like, no, Karen. She's like, look, I found matches, and sure enough, and started the garage on fire allegedly. 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 And she would, the the way she would like to make herself disappear was just run home. I'm just sitting here watching Caillou. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Caillou wasn't for us. Caillou yeah, was Caillou's for, like, shit. with Christina. It's Karen and Alejandra, sibling chaos, chores, and prank calls. Yes, 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 I That remember. was episode 38 for anyone who's... Uh, yeah, that's when I did talk about how I, I, I... Not accidentally, but I called 911 on a dare, and then they're like, we're going to come out. We're like, no. You know, taking hiatuses and stuff like that from the podcast, um, it's really easy to think that you really didn't put work into it or whatever. Bro, it says I have 71 uploads on the Zach Pack podcast. That's pretty crazy. insane. I'm pretty proud of that now that I look at I it. I think so. As usual, all of our podcasts are chaos and we go everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's the fun of the show. I think genuinely if I do decide to branch out, because I always said Zach Pack is for like personal preservation and stuff like that. And then like Imagine another show would have to be something 30 more professional. years later. God willing, we have kids. Yeah, they're listening to these. And yeah. they're listening to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I um. Even if it's, like, not for the kids or, like, we go back and listen to Zach Pack, like, I guarantee, like, okay, it's 2023. If you start listening to the 2020 episodes, like, we're already going to be nostalgic about shit we did. Think about that shit in 15 years if we continue to do it and you have, like, a steady conversation base with everybody. Um, I will say the same thing I said before. If you want to do something in life, you're going to continue to do it. Going to the gym, playing a certain game. Spending time with a loved one. 
um, you'll find time to make it happen if you want it to truly happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always said with Zach Pack, I don't want to bother people to like be on Zach Pack. Like even today, you're like, oh, could we just do like a half hour episode? And we were talking for an hour at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel make like lunch. yeah, we do. <laughs> I just feel like I bother people too much with that shit. And um, I've had a few people come up to me and ask me when I'm uploading another episode that they're looking forward to it. And um, that means a lot. You know, I've got a buddy. Um, I'm not going to say who or anything yet, but he wrote a book. Uh, he was talking about, you know, possibly doing an episode talking about writing a book and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had a few other people say that they would they would gladly be on if it spawns another, like, wave or season of Zach Pack. So, um I will say to this date, I think this mixer recorder is still probably my best purchase in life just because of all the memories it has attached to it. Um, I love spending time recording and stuff like that. So feels good to put on the headphones and just uh, talk away. So I appreciate everyone listening. Um, I did want to say uh, before, if we're using this as a mark in history, um, we went to Micro Center the other day. <laughs> or a Microsoft house, Samantha yeah. likes to call it. What did you call it? Uh, mic- mic- microwave. And microwave. Yeah. Um, so we went to Micro Center. We're, we're lucky to have two in the Chicagoland area. And uh, we went to Micro Center. And I told Alex, like, I may buy, like, a controller. I may buy one. Because I've, I've been into emulating games a lot lately. And um, 8-Bit Doe has, like, a nice SNES-style controller. Which, if you know, you know. If you don't. I like, don't Alex know. is lost. You're looking at me like you're lost. Um, but it's Bluetooth, and I'm like, I, I might want to get that. I might want to do that. But Jose and I were walking down the keyboard aisle, and I literally said the next two things I want to get is I want to get a custom keyboard, and I want to get a new desk chair. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want a gaming chair anymore. I want a desk chair, something that's actually going to be nice. And then you can, like, replace the wheels. And I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on chairs because between that and another topic I want to talk about briefly before we end, um, playing piano. I know you're playing your little... Let's go. We can talk another 50 minutes. I don't care. You can walk away being banging pots. Bro, I need to go do laundry and I need to make lunch. It's something we should have started before. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But essentially. You're so funny. We were talking about those two things. And then we were walking down the aisle. And I looked up and there was. Stop it. (laughs) She's muted. Um, There was an episode. Or there's an episode. Look what you're doing. (laughs) There was a keyboard. You're losing my attention span. I'm surprised I had it for as long as I did. There was a keyboard, and I didn't know this at the time, but apparently they're called 40% keyboards. Um, And I'm learning how to type on it and stuff like that, but every time my computer goes to sleep mode and boots back on or it boot my computer up, it's not working, so I have to return it, and I'm actually kind of upset about it. So I'm going to go in today and... I'm going to see potentially if it's worth putting that cash towards building a PC, uh, or not a PC, putting that cash I put into that little keyboard into just building my own. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of what I have to do today. And then another thing I want to say is, because I've talked about on the podcast previously, and Alex can attest, um, I've been kind of restless when it comes to choosing a hobby. And, like, I've always Mm -hmm. said that, like, I want something that's going to make money if I want to make money with it and this and that and do this. And I want something that I can sit and play, um, like, game-wise for hours and hours on end or I want something like this. And 
I've even posted on Reddit um, and asked people like, hey, like these are the things I'm good at. What hobbies do you think I can do? And no one ever responds or whatever. I would tell you all the time. You're not talking to the microphone. I said I would tell you all the time. You just never listen to me. Well, there are a lot of things that once you realize that other people have been saying for a while, you kind of take to heart. Um, like examples, I'm getting my IT certifications currently. I should be taking that next or the first test coming up soon so I can get an IT job. And that's thanks to Alex for finally screaming at me enough for I realized what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but one thing I'll say is I bought a piano keyboard um, like a year ago and I started to self-learn and it didn't really work out. And I started taking classes and let me tell you, out of the week, those are the quickest hours of my life. Um, I signed up for the hour class. It, it recommends, you know, an hour of practice every other day. I've been practicing an hour and a half, two hours a day. And mm-hmm. I've been on it. And the time I'm on those keys, it just, it flies by. And I play until my hand starts cramping. And then I start learning why it's cramping. And then I start playing how it doesn't cramp. And I get more comfortable. And essentially... Keep trying until you find something that that fits to what you want to do in life. And for me, playing the piano so far has been exactly what I've been looking forward to. You can tell based on how much time you've put into it, based on how your rhythm is and, and how good everything sounds and how much you've practiced. And eventually when you start performing things, like people don't know that it took you two months to get that perfect to bust out in an airport or something, but you know. And that's, that's something that really, really means a lot to me, you know? Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that eventually you'll find something that, that fits that mark if you're a little lost. Um, even though game wise, I'm still trying to find a game I can keep going back to. Like people who have thousands of hours on a video game, I do not understand it. I haven't found a game that's hooked me that much. Alex is just on her phone at this point. I'm listening. Look at me. I don't play games like that, so nothing really catches my attention. I think the most it's like maybe thirty minutes, and then I'm done. Well, yeah, you'll sit and play like Mario Kart, or like that. Mario, I will Mario, Mario Kart Party. for like four tracks, and then Mario Party for a game, which I think is pretty True. good. Like a Mario Party game will last an hour and a half. I just I, movies and music is my thing. Games isn't. Yeah, but you found like a genre that I guess rewards you enough, right? We're like gaming. All right, so, like, you play MMOs, they're time sinks, but there's also kind of, like, a social aspect to it. So, like, I've been debating that, but I'm like, ah, it's such a lot to do, a lot of grindiness, stuff like that. hmm And then, like, playing roguelites and stuff like that, it's, like, it's all single player. Like, you can be the best player in the world, but does it really matter? But you know what does matter? What? My, my piano time every day, baby. Hop on the I keys. Do en- I do enjoy you playing soothing yeah when i first start practicing i I play with my headphones on because i'm self-conscious and then i start playing it out loud and then alex is like oh my god so oh my god it's been an hour and 11 minutes and nine seconds uh what would you like to say to the people i was gonna say the people on the computer i thought you were gonna say the people in the back and i was like well well i've been listening to a lot of therapy gecko fantastic podcast you haven't seen it I've seen I've seen clips. So funny. They are funny. So funny. (laughs) I wish I could do that. Well, everyone, take care. Have a great day. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to summarize everything we talked about, me almost dying. Mm-hmm. Nursing stories and projectile vomit. More espresso, less espresso. More. Wait, more, more espresso, less, less espresso. Less espresso, more espresso. Oh, same thing. So that we have to get an espresso machine for. We have to upgrade our coffee machine again. Sure, sell that one and then you can pay for the other one. The other one's still like $700. Yeah, you can pay for it. <laughs> I'm okay. We're going to start a GoFundMe page for Zach's uh, a coffee. Ad- yeah, espresso machine slash coffee addiction. <laughs> or you all could okay. just sell him. <laughs> Everyone just send me a dollar. It'll add up eventually. Wait for it. Wait for it. Thanks for, thanks for checking everything out, guys. I'm going to go back down. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for checking out the podcast. Um, I'm going to record a batch of these and then slowly up them. A little, a little upload them over time. Oh. 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 Catch you guys later. <laughs>